Monday Matinee presents Revenge of the Battle Axes, Part 5. Excuse me, pardon me, coming through. Could you please move? Look, someone dropped a gold piece by the fireplace. Peace and quiet. Hello, Nadira. Ah! It's I, Luxurian Pearl. Yes, Pearl. I know who you are. I just... Have you been in here the whole time? No! Am I the first one of us to return to this plane? You mean this tavern? No, this plane of reality. This particular dimension. You were in another dimension. So I'm the first. How odd. We left at the same time. I wonder if one's spiritual openness allows one to move through the barriers between dimensions easier. How are you, serving girl? I'm... I'm tired. Seems like the whole town just showed up tonight. I've got your drinks ready, just in case. Many thanks. But can we get back to that other dimension thing? Oh yes! We were attempting to summon Ertu. But instead, it was as if he summoned us. He pulled us into his pocket realm. What's a pocket realm? The gods pull a small section of our reality away, disconnect it, and then tether it back, allowing them to change the rules of space and time with a degree of privacy. Secret palaces? More like isolated torture chambers. There, things can get quite strange. They tend to take on the properties of their creators, warping to their unique energies. What happened to your friends there? I am not entirely sure. We spent most of the adventure isolated from each other. I thought Urtu was the god of unity. Often the gods actually enjoy doing the opposite of what they're known for. He made us believe that we were alone facing the terrors of his realm. Can I ask, how do you know all this stuff? What stuff do you mean? Pocket realms, dimensional barriers. I've heard some of this from Nikki, but she told me how she'd been studying the magical world since she was a child. But you seem to have more insight. Why is that? Oh, I see. Perhaps that is because I am not what I was. What does that mean? You used to be a pixie or something? Oh no! I was born as human as you. My people were known as the Sisterhood of the Spark. Sisterhood of the Spark? But that's... I heard those stories when I was just a child. They're fables. Legends. I'm amazed any of the tales survived. Wait, how old are you? Older than I look. The exact number is not important. In my culture, we are born into the craft, wielding the forces of creation from childhood. And even among them, I was a gifted student. Enough to catch the attention of the gods? Unfortunately, yes. Not that I had any clue then. I became a disciple of Elber, known as the kindest of the Celestial Seven. And that was true, but only by comparison. How did you fall out of favor? Energy. That's what magic really is, despite what Nikki might claim. Her method relies on study, repetition, experimentation. Ours is the one of embrace, emotion, abandon. 
But at the root, it comes down to summoning and redirecting energy. If you say so. As I advanced in my craft, I became able to manipulate larger and larger amounts of this energy. I was capable of stunning displays, terrifying feats. Albert claimed that I was the most powerful magic user in the realm. Which made him jealous. No, it wasn't that. It was his energy. I realized that the energy of the gods was different from ours, but I didn't understand why. Nor would I until years later when Nikki explained it to me. But I discovered from where the gods were drawing their power. This sounds bad. It is. The gods draw their strength from their followers. But that wasn't a simple story. It was an actual process. They were draining their believers of their life force one prayer at a time. Then he learned that you knew. Of course. I told him. I was sure that I had to be wrong. And after all, he was my god. Why didn't he just kill you? Because the gods are cruel. He knew of another way to hurt me. Instead of just snuffing me out like a candle, he stripped me of all of my magical abilities, but left me with the memories of what I had done once. That's evil. I, who once could split mountains with a gesture, now I couldn't even make a spark with my fingers. But in your stories, these adventures you've told me about, you've been using magic. It's been a slow, painful process. Learning how to touch the life force again. My understanding is deep, but my ability is that of a novice. Each spell makes me remember what I've lost. I'm so sorry, Pearl. But I'm blessed. The kind spirits of the world have granted me their favor again. It's taken work and struggle, but at least I can feel the embrace of immaterial again. That was a hell of a thing. Chlorine, welcome back! Oh, hey Pearl. Who else is here? Just us, uh, by which I mean myself and Nadira. Hey, you probably need this. Girl after my own heart. Did you see the others? <coughs> yep, that was the last one out. Everyone else was good. How bad was this one? I told her about us being separated. That sucked. How'd you deal with the giant worms? What worms? I had spirits that jumped into objects to attack me. Ew. Gross. Sick. Nasty. Fendi! What's your problem? The better question is, how are you all so clean? Why wouldn't we be? You didn't have to fight all those evil little trolls in a river of chocolate? Um, no. (laughs) Seems like a special trait reserved just for you. It's gonna take weeks to get my fur clean. And I don't even like the taste of chocolate. Why would the taste matter? Oh, right. You could just Don't even finish that sentence. That's not a battle you want to fight. Maybe this will help. Thanks. Hopefully it'll start getting the taste out of my mouth. Arms, legs, head, torso. Looks like everything made the trip back. Welcome back, Nikki. Drink this. It'll make you feel better. Hey, wizard lady, what'd you have to face? Strange people in animal costumes running around in the dark. That doesn't sound so bad. It was terrifying. Is everyone accounted for? Just waiting for the boss lady to show up. Cynthia? But she left before me. Turns out the trip back didn't follow those kind of rules. Pearl was back before all of us. How odd. Why would that be the case? 
I expect it's because my aura is more tuned to the spirit realms, making my <laughs> transition between the worlds much easier. That's highly unlikely. Are we all here? Is everyone safe? Present and accounted for. You got us all home. Great. That's great. Did you... Did you finish your mission? Yes. It took all of us working together. But we brought him down. Yeah, we did. Wait, but if you were together at the end, why didn't anyone know what the other had faced? We went right to, oh, hey, you're alive, to, ah, weird alien god wants to kill us. <laughs> Not a lot of time for small talk. Makes sense. Here, Cynthia, you look like you need this. Thank you, Nadira. I do. So what were you up against? Dogs. Do you have a particular fear of dogs? Of course not. But these came back from the dead every time you killed one. Wasn't fun. All these sound terrible. I figure they're getting more scared. Heck, we might have even gotten them talking to each other. We brought a family of evil alien entities together again. Ah, how sweet. I love a happy ending. <laughs> that seems unlikely at this point, don't you think? But it is getting harder. If they had any sense at all, they'd just shut down the temples and go into hiding. But they won't. Why not? It does seem like the sensible move. That'd be like telling a bear she can't eat all that honey she just found because she might get stung. All she can see are the sweets. Yes, we are like the bees. Technically, we're closer to wasps, but then the honey metaphor breaks down. So how'd you do it? Well, like we've told you, to summon each god, it requires an elaborate ritual, usually using the honey they each love, if we're going to keep that term. This one was smarter. He brought us to his realm, playing on his home turf. But you can't change nature, not even among gods. He worked to isolate us, make us feel totally alone and confused. Plus his odd obsession with black and white stripes. You gals had that too? I thought it was just me. It's like, pick a new pattern, dude. So in the end, he brings us together to feed on us at once. And that's when we struck. So how did you do it? Uh, we just told you. Perhaps she wasn't listening. Let's start again. No, she heard. It's a different question. Do you really want to know this? I've come this far. I'd like to understand. Boss, are you sure? She asked. We can answer. Arrows. Arrows? Like the little shafts of wood, the things they use to kill rabbits for stew? That's how you kill a god? Hmm, same principle, different scale. Each arrow is specifically tuned to pierce the skin of a god. Or scale hide, or feathers, or whatever form they choose to manifest in. These cut right through it and blast right to the essence. But they must have taken physical form. In their spiritual guise, it wouldn't work. So we must make them manifest, to receive worship or to feed, which to them is the same thing. These were not simple arrows either. Each was difficult to obtain. When a god dies, we've imbued the next arrow with their essence. And we keep the cycle flowing. Each provides the element to kill the next. But wait, how did you start? If you need the essence of a god to kill a god... Nikki? When they first arrived, there weren't seven gods. But eight. The Celestial Eight? That doesn't sound right. We've learned that he was the most merciful of the group. Perhaps he took pity on what they were doing to the people. 
Or maybe he was the worst and they killed him because he creeped them out. Regardless. <laughs> the other seven turned on him and slew him. And we found his grave. His grave? Oh. You were hoping one of them was alive to help us with the others, but dead is dead. Energy is energy. With that, we were able to make the first arrow. Then someone needed to find a bow strong enough to fire these godslayers. And that is a tale of adventure, romance, and extreme cleverness. That we are not going to get into tonight. So these arrows... Are fired by me once we've weakened our prey far enough. When you talked about them warning each other, that was for your protection. Precisely. If they were to join forces, we would only be able to end one of them. Luckily, their centuries-long hatred is still simmering, even when their survival is at stake. And only you can wield the bow. Well, no, but I'm the best aim in the company. We made sure that anyone could wield it, but that's not a shot you want to miss. Otherwise, you'd have to... Have to what? Go ahead, we've come this far. Oh, it's nothing, just a bit of mythology. Like we said, we've learned the gods can kill each other. And that also applies to their kin. Their kin? Godlings, demigods, the divine begotten, those who were sired by the gods. It's not just worship that they use their followers for. That's disgusting. Actually, the rumors say the experience can be quite- Fendi? Not the time. Gotcha. Shut up now. But most of the gods are quite paranoid and tend to, well, call the herd. Hmm. What is a better way to say this? If the seed takes hold, they tend to pull it up by the roots before it can flower. Is that a nicer way of saying that they murder their children? You were so close, girl. I don't know a great way to pivot off of death, so let's celebrate our victory. To deicide! I'll drink to that. <laughs> Only do remain. <laughs> I'm actually surprised we are all still alive. There's some observations you can keep to yourself, Nikki. Oh, Right. Sorry, Cynthia. If it's any comfort, I figure you'll be the last to die. I don't see how that would be better. That just means she gets to watch the rest of us die first. To deicide! To everyone shutting up and drinking! <laughs> Monday Matinee's Revenge of the Battle Axes is written by Kyle Olson. Performed by Jess Harris, Anastasia Anthony Plum, Brooke Unverfirth, Mandy McClanahan, Kara Gallo, and Puneet Bajwa. Directed by Kyle Olson, produced by Ryan Fitzpatrick. Production assistance provided by Kim Butts. Recorded at Parametric Studios with John Suru of Lazy Ape Studios. Monday Matinee's Revenge of the Battle Axes is produced by Ox and Hare Entertainment. Follow us on Twitter at Ox and Hair. Check out our Facebook page or come by our website, oxandhair.com, where we've got a couple of sword-swinging ladies, a filmmaker under siege, and a group of adventurers on a doomed quest. Just not all at once. Also, we now have merchandise, so pick up a t-shirt of your favorite adventurer at oxandhair.threadless.com. Come along.